and gentlemen, let's go. Let's go. We ain't got no time to waste. Let's go. Let's go. You are now listening to Jason Anderson, and you are in the the Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, a Tuesday edition of The Zone right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We head up until 2 o'clock the next four hours. We've got you a lot of stuff to get into and talk about today. The Chiefs are still heading to the Super Bowl, to Las Vegas. They'll be heading there coming up this weekend. We'll hear from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, coming up later on this week on a Thursday and a Friday expected to hear from uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and then the uh, coordinators coming up later this week. So it will not be a dark week, even though they have the week off. Uh, we'll hear a little bit from the uh, Chiefs later on uh, this week. We will hear from Adam Teicher today from ESPN. He is our Chiefs insider, and uh, we'll talk with him about what he has seen through the playoff run, what he saw from this uh, team in Baltimore, and uh, looking ahead a little bit to the uh, San Francisco 49ers game. But just if this team actually did flip a switch, if there was a switch to be flipped, is that what happened, or was this the natural sort of progression throughout the season? that uh, the Chiefs talked about. They're just a tick off. They're close. They're close. They're close. They're close. And maybe it was that Raiders game that they stopped saying we're close. We're close. That they looked in the mirror and said, maybe we aren't close. Maybe we're heading in the wrong direction. Maybe we need to figure this stuff out. And since that game, they have played some pretty damn good football. So we'll talk with Adam Teicher about what he has seen over those games, which has been Four games, not counting the Chargers game. So since that Raiders game, they've played four games. Bengals, Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, and Baltimore Ravens. And they're 4-0, and they are heading back to the Super Bowl. We will get into all of that. 913-912-4810 is the text line to join us today. 913-912-4810, text line to be a part of the show, part of the conversation. And uh, we'll get into some of those uh, as much as we can throughout the show. Didn't get to uh, those yesterday, and I'd apologize because there were tons that came in. So that is my fault. We were uh, very busy talking about the Chiefs winning the game against the Baltimore Ravens and heading to the Super Bowl yet again. If you're really offended by that, that we missed some texts because we were talking about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, I, frankly, I don't think that person exists. I think the fact, I think as long as we're talking about the Chiefs going back to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, yeah. we should be able to just say anything else we want. <laughs> no matter what, for four hours. All of our listeners smell bad. What? Why did you? It doesn't matter. It's Super Bowl week. The Chiefs are going that. back to the Super Bowl, and I hate you, but they're going back to the Super Bowl. You know what? I don't even care that you hate me because they're going back to the Super Bowl. That's all that matters, man. Hey, going you. Going back to the Super Bowl. Hey, you. Going you to the ship. right now. You hearing our voice. I bet you smell great. I'm sorry for saying that earlier. He's not. He told me he was going to say something and then immediately apologize, but he wasn't really going to be sorry about it for me not to say it on the air. But I, won't, I don't want to lie to our listeners. I'm not like Josh. I have very few regrets, but my only real regret is telling Jason the true master plan. <laughs> Damn you. Damn you, Anderson. Anderson? My, my only regret is compiling all of my regrets into one regret. <laughs> it's the only regret I have. 
right, 913-912-4810. We'll talk with Myron Medcap coming up at noon from ESPN, College Basketball Insider. We will hang out with Todd Lebo, Sports Radio 810 WHB Insider. We'll play some fact or fiction with Todd Lebo. And it is a fact the Chiefs are heading back to the Super Bowl. Six years ago today, Josh, I don't know if you saw this uh, this morning or not, um, but uh, uh, Pete Gradoff uh, tweeted it out, and I came across his tweet on my timeline because um, I follow him. And, um, well, he just happened to tweet when I was scrolling. So With Twitter sometimes now, that's actually not a given. So I think, that's, I think that's fair. I'm like, why are all these from like 15 hours? Oh, sorry, for you. I'd rather and just do the over. following. Yes, uh, thank you. Appreciate that. I want to see. Uh, there we go. Um, oddly, that wasn't for me. Uh, it's weird. Uh, this, uh, let's go to the people I'm following. Six years ago today, do you know um, what happened? I don't. Uh... I can put that back in the context of where the Chiefs were six years ago today. Mm-hmm. It's it's Chiefs related. So six years ago today with the Chiefs, Therese Paler reported something. Alex Smith was traded to the Washington football team. Six years ago today, the Patrick Mahomes era officially wow. began in Kansas City. Holy smokes. Six years ago today, that is exactly right, Dylan, Therese Paler reported the Kansas City Chiefs are trading Alex Smith to Washington. And the team has turned the reins over to a fellow by the name of Patrick LaVon Mahomes II. Who had played all of one NFL game at that point. And what a frickin' ride it has been over these six years. Love Alex Smith and everything he did for the Chiefs. Yeah. We've talked about that plenty of times as time passes. I think there's greater appreciation growing for what Alex Smith did, number 11, Absolutely. with the Chiefs. But six years today... Is when now you can go back to the day they drafted Patrick Mahomes, right? Sure. There's been a trade. Chiefs have traded up. They've selected Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Texas Tech, right? That audio that's there, and um, so we can go back and look at that. But officially, is when the Chiefs said, "Okay, well, we we know we have our guy. Yeah. We're moving on. We're not doing the Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love thing for a couple of years." And uh, well, you know, uh, Alex Smith had his best year, right? Why are we Why are we move on? He's now playing pretty good football. Maybe Patrick another year of development. They didn't do that. Patrick developed behind Alex Smith. This was the plan. They believed in the plan. They stayed with the plan. They trade Alex Smith, and Patrick Mahomes takes over. And six years later, they played in six conference championship games, and they are going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years with Patrick Mahomes, this group of players, and what has happened since then. It is organizationally, it's one of the biggest Obviously, for the Chiefs, the biggest decision that Clark Hunt made was going and hiring Andy Reid mm-hmm. with the five planes on the tarmac there in Philly, trying to hire Andy Reid, which is one of the reasons why uh, I, I think a feather in the cap of Andy Reid over a Bill Belichick is that Belichick's not going to be coaching this year. When he was interviewing for jobs and wanted to coach, Andy Reid would be out there for five minutes. Yeah. If Andy Reid was fired by the Chiefs today, five minutes later, he would have a job. In the NFL, just as when he decided it was time to move on, the Eagles and Andy Reid decided that the, it had run its course. There were teams that flew there to Philadelphia to say, no, we don't want you to fly somewhere else. And Clark Hunt gave the sales pitch of his life and got Andy Reid to not get on a plane and go to Arizona or talk to any other teams and to agree to become the Chiefs net head, next head coach. And Andy Reid made a pretty damn good decision, too, in saying, well, this fellow by the name of Brett Veach, I want to bring him along with me. Those are two massive decisions that changed the course of this organization to where we're talking about four Super Bowls in five years. It was not guaranteed. Anything along the way could have changed. If the Chiefs 
had two more years left in a coach. And Andy Reid was out there with the Eagles, and it just happened to align that the Chiefs needed a coach. Andy Reid was available. That was the year that the Eagles and he, if the Eagles said, you know what, Andy, we want to uh, one more. Let's give it one more year, one more run. The Chiefs go and hire somebody else. How about this a little further down the line, but a sliding doors moment? I was thinking about a couple of days ago. The Chiefs should have fired Bob Sutton one year earlier, but I don't know if Steve Spagnuolo is a defensive coordinator. If they do, you know what I like. Yeah. Th- there are so many of those moments, but this is this yeah. is a good time to look back. And and six years ago today, they put everything in a culmination of Brett Veach developing and, and coming along in the front office and falling in love with this quarterback down in Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. and feeling like this guy, you know, jumping up on the, the desk of Andy Reid. I don't know if he literally did that, but jumping up on the desk of, I'm in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> I'm in love with Patrick Mahomes. I'm in love with Patrick Mahomes. And Andy's like, calm down, man. Calm down. <laughs> But can we can can somebody get him his Ritalin? <laughs> can uh, can we call can we get this kid to calm down a little bit? All right, thank you. Can He's we have a taser? Can we tase him? Did you, did you had chocolate again this morning, didn't you, Brett? <laughs> you, had, you had chocolate again. I, I knew it. I knew it. Can somebody keep keep him away from the vending machines, please? Can somebody put a bell on him so I know when he's coming into my office, please? Uh, but constantly championing Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, number five for Texas Tech, Patrick Mahomes, to the point that everybody else finally saw what he was seeing, and. They agreed that this was the move. It had to fall into place. They had to have terrible uh, uh, front office for the Bears. They had to have the Bills say, we've got a new coach. We're not ready to go all in on a quarterback yet. Mm. We're going to develop a little bit here for a year and then see what the quarterbacks look like. We're going to collect a couple of draft picks here while doing that. Build a little defense. We've got a defensive guy. We'll go get Tredavious White. We'll go get uh, linebacker. I think it was Tremaine Edmonds. And, and we'll go use those picks. And then we'll look for a quarterback after that. They needed that to happen as well. They needed the Arizona Cardinals and the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans not to also say, we love this number five at Texas Tech. We're going to jump ahead of the Buffalo Bills and go get him. They needed all of those things to happen. And then, of course, they had to believe in what they saw, and they had to believe in Patrick Mahomes, and he had to be the guy for them six years ago to days to say, we're trading Alex Smith. We are officially giving the keys. Here are the keys, Patrick Go lead us, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, not the only hope, but it turned into that pretty quickly. And the, the, the night that I knew it was different, and I think we've talked about this as to when there was sort of the, gosh, what did we call it, the catch-me-if-you-can moment, mm-hmm. the um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and, you know, he had different movies, but then catch-me-if-you-can is like, oh, my God, he out, he became the star in a Tom Hanks movie. Right. <laughs> this guy's a leading man now. Um, and so there's all different things that we came up with. But the, the night that changed it for me, um, not necessarily the Catch Me If You Can because mm-hmm. we talked about that, but the night that it sort of uh, sparked something in my mind of, okay, this is what they've seen, was that Denver Broncos game, the left-handed pass when they came back. And I've told this story before, living in Louisville at the time, my wife, not a football fan at all. This was 2018. And I wake up the next morning and I'm like, you know, because it's Eastern time. So the game got over, I think, three o'clock in the morning. I think that's right. It's weird. Eastern time's only an hour, but it feels like three. Um, and so wake up in the morning and I'm like, uh, the Chiefs came back and won the game. She's like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm like, no, it's more than that. Like Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> he did this. You know, I've been telling you about this, this guy, you know, he threw left-handed pass. And she goes, so are they going to go to the Super Bowl? And I said, honestly, I don't know. I said, but for the first time in my life. I'm convinced the Chiefs have a quarterback that will win the Super Bowl. And I didn't think it would happen a year and a half later. No, and you probably, I don't want to project, probably didn't think it would happen (laughs) 
four times to get there, maybe three to win it. Yeah, no no chance. No chance that would happen. Um, but all of those things uh, take place. And just what has happened in this town uh, along with that, that with the commentary you had yesterday, that was brilliant commentary that's out on Twitter, um, you know, about, you know, the, a couple of different ways that you can go with this of kind of just becoming old hat yeah. uh, while appreciating everything that's happening. And, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, we played the clip yesterday of him saying after the game that, no, you appreciate every one of these because you never know when it's going to be over because there will there is an expiration date on this era of Chiefs football. It didn't seem like there was ever an expiration date on the Patriots, yeah. but there is for Chiefs football. And so many times I look back to like college, um, high school with you in, in, in your room. Um, <laughs> but like looking back to college, and there was always alumni that would show up and like, oh my God, dude, it's the best years of your life, man. Enjoy it, dude. Enjoy it. And like, oh, thanks, 25 year old weirdo. <laughs> old man over there. Old man Rogers over there. <laughs> thanks. You still come to all these college parties, don't you? <laughs> Hey, what's up, McConaughey, you know? Um, 25-year-old, oh, man, I wish I was still in college. Yeah, I bet you do, loser. (laughs) Whatever. My life's going to be amazing. The next 20 years. Man, I got a test to study for. 20 years. I got a class to sleep through tomorrow. What the hell are you talking about, man? And so they try to tell you, right? They try to tell you, like, these are best. Enjoy, man. Enjoy it. And you're like, oh, cool. Youthful ignorance, right? You don't know any better. Um, And lack of knowledge and lack of life experience, all of that stuff. But there's an understanding when you watch sports that right now people realize these are the golden days. This is the golden era of Chiefs football. I don't know when that's going to be over, just as I didn't know when I was going to eventually graduate six years after I graduated <laughs> high school. I didn't know it was going to take that long, but I freaking enjoyed it. One of life's great mysteries. You yes. never know. Right. Looking back, should have stayed another six more years. Exactly. It would have been a lot of fun. It would have been the 12 years of your life. Yes. I could have played football for nine of those years. <laughs> you know, it would have been great as long as I went to the U and three other schools along the way. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. But we know that right now. We know we're in the golden age of Chiefs football. And there's a spoiled mentality of being annoyed when the Chiefs don't play well. But I don't think there's a spoiled mentality of just saying, well, we deserve this. I mean, it's the rightful place for the Chiefs. No, last year meant a lot to get back because you knew it was fleeting when they lost to the Bengals. And it's like, oh, wow, now the Bengals got Joe Burrow. And this Trevor Lawrence guy, they just played him in the divisional round. And you got Josh Allen that, you know, the Bills may figure it out, right? Um, and you got Lamar Jackson. If he's healthy, we'll see where he's going to end up. He may not be in Baltimore next year. Where he's gonna, oh, where's he going to go? I don't know. You got these new quarterbacks that are coming out. I mean, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, who, where are these guys going to go? You got Drake May. You got uh, Caleb Williams. Got all these quarterbacks, man. I don't know what the future is going to hold. And, you know, um, and then, then they trade Tyreek Hill. And, oh, my God, what's going on? So last year meant a lot because it sort of came out of nowhere, even though, right, they had been to four straight AFC championship games and went to two Super Bowls and won a Super Bowl. It's hard, and it's uncertainty. Yes, it was unexpected. And and I think this year is one of those to where it came out of nowhere to a degree because – so many times we talked about this is what a generic playoff team looks like. Right. You know, this Chiefs team along the way, this is kind of what a team that makes the playoffs and is part of the chum for the Sharks that go. And this is what the other teams looked like to the Chiefs mm-hmm. for so many years. Mm-hmm. And they go and turn out to be the Chiefs. And Travis Kelsey saying that you know the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. And I don't think there's a lack of appreciation around town of they're going to the fourth Super Bowl. I don't think there's a uh, there's a sense of entitlement of, uh, well, yeah, of course they're going to the Super Bowl because it's the Chiefs. 
I think there's the last two years an even more appreciation of it ain't easy. And if they played the Ravens this weekend, they might lose 17-10. to 10. Yep. They might lose 21-17. They might win 24-20, right? They might win 24-14. Who knows what happens in the game because of a ball bouncing here or there. If Zay Flowers tucks the ball away and lands at the one-yard line and they quarterback sneak with Lamar Jackson, if this, if that, along the way, ifs and ifs and ifs, those things didn't happen. The Chiefs found a way to get the job done and make plays along the way. And I think knowing what happened in that Bengals game a couple of years ago was a splash of, wasn't even a splash, it was the dunk tank of yes, cold water. Yes, it was holding your head yes, under cold water. That's exactly right. It was like, you can't hit it. <laughs> the, the spinning around five times and you're throwing it left-handed, you hit pong, and you're down dunked in the water, and it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> And so there's appreciation when other teams are missing the bullseye. <laughs> you're staying atop uh, and, and you're enjoying it. But I saw that this morning and I'm like, man, six years ago today, they trade Alex Smith and the Mahomes era begins. And it's four out of five Super Bowls. It's inexplicable. It's unexplainable. It's unpredictable. And it's incredibly unexpected. I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> One. Yeah. Just give me one. And now I want three and four and five and six. Because, damn it, I know how long it was to even enjoy one. And I am going to enjoy the hell out of these next two weeks getting ready for the 49ers. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that game against the 49ers in Vegas. And I know that when you watch Mahomes every week, and he looks like the best version of himself, it does feel like, man, it's Patrick Mahomes and anybody, right? Like, you give me Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. At that point, you have already grabbed three meteors out of the sky (laughs) and pulled them to Kansas City. Like, that alone is unbelievable. And it's one of the reasons why... I I pretty frequently roll my eyes at the billionaire credit that goes to the owners when they get to hold the trophy at the podium, and it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we did it for the city, and (laughs) I did it. It's like, did you? like? And it it varies from team to team and sport to sport and situation to situation. Clark Hunt can hold the trophy with his dad's name on it for as long as he damn well feels is, is his right because he got the hardest part of his job correct after getting it wrong multiple times. Mm-hmm. And from, I don't know, Clark Hunt, I've talked to him a couple of times. We don't, we've never had a real nice chat. But I bet he learned from his mistakes. I bet he realized what went wrong in some of the earlier processes of, we're going to figure out this view of it all. You're going to report to me, and I'm going to bring the Patriot way to Kansas City or whatever it's going to be. He got it 100% right with Andy Reid, who then traded for kind of a, not, not, at this point, he wasn't a journeyman. That wouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. But sort of an underwhelming story of, of high hopes and struggles and rebounds in Alex Smith, a guy who eventually got his job taken by a more talented quarterback. Like, all right, well, feels kind of Matt Castle-y, but like, let, you know, Alex Smith has, has accomplished more than, than Castle did in his year. And right, let's see what Andy Reid wants. He needs a quarterback to run this thing. You go through that entire process. This team drafts Travis Kelsey, and we've all talked and heard plenty about his character development over the last decade and, and how exciting and incredible that whole process has been. And they get it right for a while with John Dorsey. I mean, there there are contracts in there that were certainly not uh, his pride and joy. But, man, they got some talented football players, and, and three of them still on this team now. They They get the quarterback right, which is obviously 
Andy Reid is the the head coach and offensive genius. Brett Veach seems to be the excitable scout that that pulled all this together. No, 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 this is the guy, this is the guy, this is the guy. And John Dorsey, whatever his role was, I think it gets limited in history, and maybe it was limited in real time. But that is a team decision of this is the quarterback of the future if I'm here to, to continue GMing that team or not. The number of things. I, got, I mentioned Bob Sutton. He yeah. stuck around a year too long. The Chiefs should have made a move earlier, and maybe they would have ended up in another Super Bowl a year earlier. But they get Steve Spagnuolo, and Steve Spagnuolo is ready. There are so many gears in this machine where so many things had to go as well as they did. And, and the Chiefs missed some, right? They don't have to be perfect because no one ever can be in sports. But the number of things working in concert to deliver this golden era of Chiefs football is absolutely mind-boggling when you think about all of the players, all of the pieces, and then guys who make big plays in big moments. This era is going to be hard to remember clearly because it's going to be like, oh, yeah, was that Damian Williams or Daryl Williams? Like, that that's going to be... We have we have so many Super Bowls that we can look back on that it gets confusing. None of us ever thought we were going to see that. You brought up something there with uh, Patrick Mahomes and sort of like Patrick Mahomes and anybody else. I want to dovetail off of that and and uh, expand a little bit further and look at the last two years of sort of the evolution mm-hmm. of this team. Uh, so we'll do that on the other side of the break. I also went back and looked at the Patriots and Raiders game. Is there something that was going on in those games as far as the offense and receivers that has changed in these four games, not counting the Chargers game, but in these four games in terms of uh, anything that there was a look in the mirror or something like that. Uh, I went back and looked at that. I'll tell you what I uh, found, whether there's something to glean from it or not. We'll get into that as well. Adam Teicher coming up at 11 o'clock. Myron Medcalf at noon. Todd Lebo, 1 o'clock. More zone right after this. All right, hanging out on this Tuesday edition of The Zone, Jason Anderson, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Adam Teicher coming up at 11 o'clock. Myron Medcalf, college basketball insider from ESPN, joins us at noon. And Todd Lebo at 1 o'clock. The, uh, the last two years, the evolution of this team and, and organization has been fascinating to watch because, you know, this was a team that was so close to going to three straight Super Bowls. And, um, you know, an overtime loss, but also an 18-point lead and looked like it was just going to be a thumping. Just simply uh, knocking the Bengals back to where they came from. All right, nice little upstart team, but the Chiefs are here. And the Bengals uh, played phenomenal football and played composed and came back and uh, all the adjustments they made and they go on to the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, a month later, the Chiefs trade Tyreek Hill. And the last two years' evolution have been fascinating because going into the 2022 season, you trade Tyreek Hill, and the conversation was, good luck. You can't beat teams with the explosive plays now. They're going to double Travis Kelsey, and some people are going to get exposed. I'm not sure who people were, uh, what uh, the tweets were about people, what the uh, quotes people, who they were, but... People are about to get exposed without uh, without Tyreek Hill. And they took that. They became the number one offense. Without those crazy explosive plays, they adjusted, they evolved, and they went and won a Super Bowl. And this year, it's been an offense that's been down, 
a defense that has continued to be built with some of those draft picks from Tyreek Hill, including an all-pro cornerback, including because you had so many picks, you get a defensive end that gets a fumble recovery, that gets um, a sack against Josh Allen, that has multiple postseason sacks now in George Karloftis. You get a number of other players as well, and you're building a defense. And they are no longer reliant on Patrick Mahomes to simply save them. And 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 when you talked about that, it's like Patrick Mahomes and anybody, just put Patrick Mahomes and anybody around him and he'll figure it out. And the triumvirate of Mahomes and Tyreek and Kelsey was all time. I mean, it was it was great. But they're on the cusp of winning more Super Bowls without Tyreek Hill than they did with Tyreek Hill if they win in 12 days from now. Wow. And the next two Super Bowls after trading him. And not like, and it wasn't an addition by subtraction or anything like no. that. It was evolving, and it was Brett Veach saying, can we go from being one-sided to then even things out while still trying to give Patrick Mahomes weapons to work with, which I do think the the attempt was there, and Rasheed Rice has been a, a godsend the second half of the season. Um those who didn't want to trade Tyreek Hill, they 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 sold yeah. a car they loved but couldn't keep making payments on. Right, because, had to liquidate some assets. Yeah, and then they did some other cool. Then they were able to go on some vacations. Exactly. They were able to do some other things. Now, they, what do you do with the they, money? Yeah, they um, they they finally got the braces for their kid because they made some good investments. Yeah, they called their car braces because uh, that was the kid's braces was the car. They also made some bad investments. <laughs> some some rough things that they did. I mean, why'd you call your boat braces? You see my kid's uh, snackle tooth. That's why they should have rented Canary Tony, but you know. <laughs> Why did you? I'm sick and tired of getting calls about uh, from from uh, creditors calling me about you renting Kadarius Tony. You know the two happiest days of your life, Jason, are when you trade for Kadarius Tony when you trade away Kadarius Tony. That's what they say. It's the only two days that you have Kadarius Tony on your team. Um, the fewest points the Chiefs have given up in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes. So the fewest points the defense has given up with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback going into this year was 17 versus Cleveland and 13 versus the Colts in Mahomes' first playoff game. Hmm. And two of the last three weeks, they have given up 10 and 7. Their two fewest games of points scored against them in the playoffs have come in the last three weeks. Who they play again? They played the Miami Dolphins. Good offense. Historic offense. Yeah, historic. And Baltimore, the number one offense, uh-huh. historic offense as okay, well. Okay, both pretty good. And those teams scored a total of 17 points. That's the unbelievable evolution of this team that went from Mahomes and Tyreek and Travis, and they're going to outscore everybody. They're just going to outscore. They're going to they're going to have a big play at any point in time. At any any blade of grass that they take a snap from, they can score a touchdown. To well, you got to be more methodical. The offense is still number one. The defense is coming along. They're getting better. To then. You scored 17 points and you won a playoff game. And you were up by double digits most of the second half. Until what? Four minutes to play? Three minutes to play when the Chiefs got the ball back? Two and change, whatever it was. When they got the ball back, I guess it was two and change because they needed a couple of first downs. Um, It's funny. uh, I told my son, two first downs, they win it. And they got the first down on the the, uh, personal foul. (laughs) He's like, is that one? It's like, what the hell? It's so... All right, I know. So... So... (laughs) They need two more <laughs> first downs, and I feel like they'll be good. They can get two more first. Um, but uh, but they've gone from they're going to outscore everybody to then seventeen total points 
in two games, which was the second fewest points they had given up in any playoff game with Patrick Mahomes as quarterback, 17 to the Cleveland Browns. It's, it's, it's been amazing to see what this team has become in doing it a couple different ways, doing it multiple ways. And when somebody says, you know, our window is this quarterback. Okay, that's fine. What do you do around that quarterback? How do you make sure 50, 2 through 53 are good enough around that quarterback? Because your window might be open. But the guy putting the team together and the coach has a lot to do with whether or not you can get through the window. Whether or not that thing will start to close. Aaron Rodgers' window was open for a long time. Yep. And they won one of them. Oh, well, as long as this window, as long as Aaron Rodgers is playing, the window is open. Okay, great. And they never climbed through. And the Chiefs have continued to climb through, and they've done it differently. They dove head first. They climbed through methodically. They went over the top. <laughs> they went over the top. They burrowed yes. underground. That's right. They got carried. Um, <laughs> somebody helped them carry. Somebody got on all fours, and they stepped on the person's back and climbed yeah. in the window. Like, they've done it multiple ways now. They've done it three different ways to get to four Super Bowls. It's unbelievable. You mentioning the the Browns seventeen point game just made me to go double check. the The Chiefs would have they would not have won a single playoff game in the Mahomes era with seventeen points on offense any year before this one, in which they would have done it twice. <laughs> they scored nine to the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Obviously, lost that game. That's the only yeah. time they've scored less than seventeen in the playoffs. Yeah, but the defense never gave up less than that. Obviously, because that Browns game is the watermark. Mm-hmm. It goes to overtime the, at seventeen all, and the, the Colts at thirteen. And oh no, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Those are I, the two lowest. It was Brown the, seventeen and Colts thirteen. So the 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 Colts game in eighteen in 2018 <laughs> when they scored thirteen, the Chiefs would have won with seventeen points. I confused myself in this one. If you couldn't tell, but that's that is an unbelievable thing. Is that there was. The, the, the wiggle room wasn't even there for this mm-hmm. offense. It's not like the offense was just, I mean, it, the offense was great, but it was the offense was great, and it was stressful. This is, there's been so many of these iterations, specifically after the Tyreek Hill trade, that that is, go, that is going, I think, to be the foundation for continuing to see the future of this team whenever we are in a post-Andy Reid, post-Travis Kelsey world which I do not think is next year, and I do not think is in two years, but I think is eventually going to arrive. They've been able to evolve and keep their identity. You know what I mean? Like, it's been able to be Mahomes' team and co, but not Mm -hmm. in the Mahomes and some dudes ways. Even listening to Brett Veach talk about it after the game on Sunday, when he went into some, like, real detail about what they were trying to do at the wide receiver position this offseason and trying to trade up and trying to sign a veteran but not loving the the veteran options in free agency and all of that. I don't want Brett Veach to plant his flag on, I think how he dismounted that answer was, um, all Pat needs is a little, and, and then he'll make it work. I don't want him to make that. I don't want him to tattoo that on his on his chest this offseason. Right. You know, we have Pat no matter what, and all Pat needs is a little. Well, let's not live by that second one. Let's give Pat whatever he wants. But the fact that they have found ways to evolve and that Mahomes himself has found ways yeah. to evolve has, has been so cool and also very validating for the sustainability of this team. Did you see Drew Tranquil's tweet about the conversation, the text conversation with Andy Reid? Yes. 
It's, I don't know if I've ever seen an Andy Reid text message screenshot before. I, I, I don't think I have either. Uh, Dylan, I'm assuming you saw this as well with Drew Tranquil. If people did not see this, uh, Drew Tranquil tweeted out a uh, screenshot of um, a conversation and a text uh, uh, conversation when Drew Tranquil was deciding where he was going to play football. And the Chiefs wanted Drew Tranquil to play for the Chiefs. And Andy Reid says to him, um, some of it's cut off, so it starts with, direction you want to go. If you need to talk, my phone is on ring. Till then, see red and think Super Bowls. Winky, smiley face. Drew the Tranqu- actual emoji, not just a semicolon and a parenthesis. That's just a good to point. Be, the, just to be clear. A great point. Great point. Thank you. Uh, Drew Tranquil replies, thanks, coach. I'll call you if any questions pop up today as we process the decision. And Andy Reid replied, perfect. See red and think Super Bowls should be a t-shirt. Yeah, that's good. See red... I mean, Andy Reid has, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. And to Drew Tranquil, when trying to court him, of see red and think Super Bowls, Chiefs Kingdom, should be a shirt that uh, is coined, because that's what Drew Tranquil then put on the tweet, was see red and think Super Bowls. And it didn't take long for Drew Tranquil to get to one after deciding he was going to think Super Bowls. And I think there's also a story from Juju maybe before he yes. signed with us. That yes. He sent a picture of him just kind of like dangling the trophy. Holding the Lombardi yes. trophy. That's Andy Reid sent Lombardi trophy pictures to, <laughs> to Juju Smith-Schuster, perhaps unsolicited, I don't know. One letter actually just jumped out to me with a tranquil tweet again. I saw it when it first went around. I've read this multiple times. I think it's awesome. There's a letter in this that I did not catch the first time. Super Bowls. S. The second S, to be clear. <laughs> He's on a one-year deal. Yeah. I don't know if Andy Reid knew that. I don't know if, right. Andy, if Brett Veach was like, hey, we're going to offer him a one-year, a three-year, mm-hmm. at lower money per, and let, you know, see what he wants to do. That might have been it. Maybe the Chiefs were hoping that Tranquil would send a two-year deal, whatever. But Andy Reid, and this is not, this isn't me playing gotcha with Andy Reid. But Andy Reid is like one day at a time, one game at a time, even keeled all of that. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I mean, he, he knows what he's doing when it's scheduled and it's the plan. But what are you going to do the day after the season? I'll talk to you after the season. But he's thinking about Super Bowls. Also, Andy Reid, the head coach of the football team, who's going to retire after the Super Bowl and have Bill Belichick take over, said Super Bowls. I mean, there are layers to it. I think it's interesting that Andy Reid... Went with the plural form there mm-hmm. as a guy with the goal of, no, 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 we're, I'm not saying you're going to come here win the AFC West and that's going to be it. We have the goal of winning the whole thing multiple times, which you've already watched us do. <laughs> that's right. Also, you know, if Andy Reid's thinking, I don't know, Brett, why don't you text Drew? I don't, I'm not going to be here in 2025. I don't think this is a, I don't think I'm the guy to reach out there. Andy Reid said Super Bowls. He also capitalized the R in red, which means it could be referring to the Taylor Swift album of the same title that had no association to the Chiefs at that point. Or he could be thinking of himself as uh, as Big Red. Oh, till then, C-Red, capital R, Red, that's me. Think Super Bowls, because I've been to a few of them. I've been to four. And with you, maybe we go to five. Fever, one, two, three, four, fifth. My fifth one could be with you, Drew. Why don't you say, come on, jump aboard. You want to? I think you do. Do you? Also, Andy Reid seems like a pretty good texter, which I, well, I'm i not shocked by, but it's, it's nice to see evidence so, of. I didn't want to bury the lead with Andy Reid and the uh, C Red and Think Super Bowls. Yeah. But there are some things about this tweet that I do want to get into. Okay. One, 
Yep, I've got. Th- oh, I just got a third thing from this. Drew Tranquil's phone is on six percent. Yeah, that's so. Low. Plug your phone in. Yeah. Two, he has 128 text messages that he has not replied to yet. This is this would have been right after winning the AFC Championship game. I'm guessing that was happening there. If he yeah. went back and screenshotted it after that, but yes. Yep. Hang so on. I'm sorry. On that note, you're not popular or cool if you don't open like code text messages or like automated political oh, open, text get them out. messages. Yeah. Open them. Leaving those Mark them as red. And then claiming that, oh, I have 128 mm-hmm. messages. Maniacal behavior. Thank you. But, oh, sorry, continue. No, no. I think Josh is right here because Drew Tranquil, for whatever reason, has it on military time as well. That is the, That was the one I just noticed. It's crazy to me. The time on his on his phone is eighteen twenty seven, so it's six thirty. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not in the military. But well, six twenty seven. My son would be very annoyed if I said six thirty. Yeah, you're out, he's you not around. Six thirty. Six twenty seven. God. And you work and then, in radio, so I know. he knows he's got and you. Then, and then my wife is like, "Yeah, I wonder where he gets that from." Your mom. No, it's not. <laughs> you might get that from me. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but there are certain things to be specific about, son. When I when you say they, I want you to be specific about who they is. I'm trying to teach you about, you know, well, you can't just say they, and I don't know who you're talking about. Be specific. But if I say, you know, we're leaving in like five minutes and we leave in four, that that doesn't that that's that, just get in the damn car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on his side on this one. If you say we're leaving in five minutes and you leave in four minutes, that's know, on that's, you. That's if different. you say we're leaving in five minutes and you leave in six minutes, it's fine. No, that's uh, let, let's be honest. With two kids, leaving in five minutes is we're leaving in a half hour. <laughs> we're leaving in an hour and a half. Just yes. get in the damn car. With two kids, we're going to walk out. The, hey, we'll, we're leaving in like five minutes. Uh, we're going to be on our way in five minutes. You should know that text means they're not leaving the house for another 20, 25 minutes <laughs> with a couple of kids. Um, that's the one thing you learn when you have kids quickly is, all right, let's go. 15 minutes later, you're pulling out of the driveway because let's go is then when you got, you know, newborn diaper bag and everything else take care of and formula if you need it and the milk and all that other stuff, the diaper, everything that you got to make sure that it's all good to go. And But 1827. So, but the other thing is that was last night then, right? Because it couldn't have been right after the Super Bowl because after AFC championship after AFC championship yeah, game yeah. because the AFC championship game in Baltimore started at three right he so, literally yes it, so he would have had to have his phone during the celebration this to is take back that screenshot central, I think he bang bang here because it's tweeted at six twenty eight okay yesterday so I think he went and found the, found it screenshot it I'm going to put it this is for the tweet right he did it all yesterday which means that. 24 hours after winning the AFC Championship, mm. he still has 128 unread text messages. That wasn't just after the game where people were like, congratulations, love yeah. you, Drew, that's so awesome. It's a day later. You got the plane ride, right. the whole morning. Ride, right, yeah, yeah, you got the you afternoon look at and it. stuff. You know, Open I mean. the ones from people you don't really want to text back. I feel, I feel less uh, bad about it because he hadn't replied to my text yet. Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay. I get it, Drew. <laughs> one of 128. <sighs> I've always wanted to be one of 128. Um, so I've, I've I've said that if there's 128 people there, if I'm one of them, I'm good with that. As long as it's not like in the morgue. So. <laughs> that would be don't worse. Want, don't want to be that. Inexcusable in that it's 6% yesterday. The, again, the excuses here are starting to fall apart. I mean, if he forgot to, like, charge oh. it on the plane ride or so, Jason. or the, on the, the bus ride, Jason. and it was there in his locker Jason. the whole time. Jason. Jason. Why are we surprised that Drew Tranquil doesn't want to have a charger anymore?
Some of the text coming in says, um, text says uh, guys, the point you've uh, failed to make is that the greatest signing the Chiefs and Beach have made was signing the officials to a contract that mirrors Patrick's. <laughs> That's a great point. I hadn't even thought about that. Thank you for reminding me. That is awesome. Greatest free agent deals of in Chiefs history. Mitchell Schwartz, Tyron Matthew, maybe Justin Reed, the officials, Taylor Swift, Drew Tranquil, maybe. <laughs> um, 913-912-4810. Um, text wants to know if there'll be a sad fans before the uh, 49ers. I have been in communication with uh, our, our recent sad fans hero, Ice Pyro, and I think there's a chance. Yeah. Um, I don't know I don't know that the Ravens fans brought the heat, uh, but I will continue to effort to do everything I can to help deliver a sad fans at yeah. some point late this week. Another text points out um, a part of that journey was the Chiefs uh, not getting a chance to draft Paxton Lynch. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's true. true. Think about how football yeah. history changes. Oh, That's absolutely true. I don't want to think about it anymore. I'm done thinking about it. Yep. Tech says uh, Bill's GM was fired after that trade. <laughs> Scott, I just came up with a nice little pun name yeah. here for uh, Thursday. We'll talk with Adam Teicher coming up uh, in the next hour. Myron Metcalf at noon. Todd Lebo coming up at uh, 1 o'clock with some fact or fiction. Text comes in 913-912-4810. Texter says, Andy Reid's out here sending chip picks. <laughs>